Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Key. Morning there, Max Kellerman. How, how was your time off? Well, it was good. It, I was gone for a few days, and seems like all hell has broken loose in professional sports, right? Soccer teams losing, uh, the Detroit winning, San Francisco found another quarterback, the Lakers winning game. Like, it's yeah. all hell and broke loose in the sports world. Yeah, I, you know, I remember living in you L.A. Know, USC wins a Heisman Trophy. Yeah, that's right. L- living in L.A., I remember thinking, and, and who are these people who go on vacation? People are like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm, st- I'm on a staycation, man. I got a backyard in a pool. I'm not going anywhere. The weather's perfect. Why are you going anywhere if you live in, a, in where the weather is, nice house and everything? Where are you going? No, for, for about the last four days, it's been a, a East Coast uh, weather storm here in L.A. Ah, like, see. it was crazy rain and it was like a mini hurricane or something going on. So, you know, I was away. As you could tell, I'm a little darker in the face. I can say that you can't because then you might get canceled. But- what about me? Am I darker at all? I got a little sun. I went somewhere sunny. No, not at all. I'm, I'm, but listen, I don't look like I'm dead. That's the main thing. You see, now you might- I look like I'm part of the living. You know, the, the crazy part about it, though, Max, is I literally wasn't in the sun. Like, I purposely wasn't Just in the sun. Just absorbed heat? I, it, it's, I, I literally got in a pool for 20 minutes where I was not covered. Right. Well, Every other time I was covered up or I was indoors or I, I don't know how I just. 20 minutes know. will do it in that sun, man. Listen, you could be a well, part Why don't of- you tell some of the people that was out there hanging by the pool that all they need is 20? Because some of those people. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, some of like, us need a little more key. Some of like- Wait, though. They had to sun. <laughs> yeah. But you talk about cooked. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> some of the people look like something about Mary, that lady in something about Mary. Uh, what was her name? Magna or something oh, like that? Yeah. <laughs> Some of those people. Crispy. Uh, <sighs> hey, by the way, coming up in less than 10 minutes, we're giving away another $2,500. I know, I know. The contest is over. No, you got to listen. What? Remember Willy Wonka? Remember, you ever see Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory, Key? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Remember when they thought the golden tickets were all gone and then they found out actually there was another golden ticket, right? Yep. There's more golden tickets. Well, I, we'll explain, but there's more golden tickets. You're going to find I, out I, in seven I knew minutes. You, I knew on December 7th when we you know, kind of ran out of money and gave the money away. Yeah. I told you, all you got to do is walk back here, Max, and tell the bank, hey, right. we need a little, need more. A little more cash. And you would come up with, I just knew they would do that for you. Need a little more. I don't have any collateral, and I'd like not to pay it back. Good? They were like, yeah, no problem. Uh, be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of nice cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And speaking of college football, boy, Key, you never liked that air raid without a healthy mix of a run game. 
You've never been a, a, a big Cliff Kingsbury guy as a result of that. It seems to me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but let's let, you know, and, and I frame this as a Bill Bel- Belichick legacy game. People, oh, you're crazy. His legacy cemented and blah, blah, blah. Don't let them miss the playoffs, right? Like you can't, you can't like not win any playoff games without Tom Brady your whole career, basically. But he was before- never going to lose the Cliff Kingsbury, though. Wasn't going to happen. Okay, we're going to get into all that. Before we get into any of it, though, of course, the big news out of the game, not just the Patriots coming back to win, and they were somehow, as you mentioned, they're never going to lose to Cliff Kingsbury. They were slight underdogs for some reason against the Cardinals. But, but right, it doesn't make – but they were losing early. That's not the story either. The story from last night's game is Kyler Murray was carted off the field with a knee injury. It does not – Look good. Patriots beat the Cardinals 27-13, but Kyler Murray was carted off the field with a non-contact knee injury less than 90 seconds into Monday night's game against the Pats. He is scheduled, Kyler Murray is, to undergo further testing on Tuesday, including an MRI, but key, a source told ESPN, there is, and this is a quote, Little doubt that it's torn, referring to an ACL. Arizona is 4-9 and nine now. They've lost five of six games, including the last three. Here is their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, on what he said to Kyler while Kyler was injured on the field from a non-contact knee injury that now, this is a quote, little doubt that it's torn, ACL. Here's Cliff Kingsbury. We just was kind of asking what was going on from the medical staff, and obviously it didn't look good, and I've never seen him um, in that type of shape, so I assumed it wasn't good. All right, Key, how does this affect Cliff Kingsbury's future, do you think? Kyler Murray's looks like a torn ACL. Well, first and foremost, Max, I'm I'm glad that Kyler Murray got his money. I'm glad that he got $185 million of guaranteed money. Uh, because, you know, when you get an injury like this, it takes a while to come back. And he, because he is so dynamic with his legs, you don't know if this is what it is, an ACL injury. You don't know how that rehab is going to go and when he'll be back and all those things. But if Cliff Kingsbury could also use this as an excuse, he's had a lot of injuries. Guys have been in and out of the lineup. Also, DeAndre Hopkins missed the first, what, six games of the year for the PED issue with that he had with the National Football League. Um, the issue so, was he was taking them, but go ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't – look, yeah. I don't know that. Right. I just know that no, he took uh, some – D-Hop, one of my favorite players in the NFL. Love him, but, you know, he did have the PED thing. <laughs> so when you look at it, it can be used as an excuse. But if I'm the general – well, I didn't even general manager because he might be gone. But if I'm the owner, is my team showing progress – with or without guys in the lineup, is, is my organization and that program that Cliff Kingsbury has instilled over the last four years, is this showing progress? Do we see progress or do we consider or do we continue to see regress in everything that we're doing? Mm. And that's how I would evaluate him uh, the rest of the season. Uh, you know, I gave him a new deal, but yeah, what's that to me? I mean, okay, so I got to fire guys. It's not like I'm not firing I've fired guys before or giving guys walking paper. So that's the way the owner is probably thinking at this point in time about the future of Cliff Kingsbury. And I'm sure Cliff Kingsbury is thinking the same thing. Look, 
he won't be out of job for long, maybe not as a head coach, but somebody thinks he's a dynamic play caller and he's got a lot of little buddies around the league that wants to give him a soft landing, extend him an olive branch, come on home, we'll take care of you. That's the way this league is with certain guys. Yeah, in fact, I got a call the other day. They want me to be a head coach, Key. They heard us <laughs> talking about football. They think I could be a head coach. No, here, here's the thing. Uh, there's the Cliff Kingsbury of it all, no doubt, right? Uh, and, and as you mentioned, the air raid can work when you mix in the run game with the backs and you do certain things and you don't have to drop back a billion times and all this stuff. They've had some success. And we're, we're going to get into that. And, and, you know, I was talking about Bill Belichick's legacy and the fact that he is now in year nine as a head coach without Tom Brady. He has one playoff win. Nine years with Brady, without Brady as a head coach. One, but, but tabling Next. all of that key... I, I, listen, we're, I know. It gets under your skin. That's the point. But, but we're going to we'll get into all that. Believe me, again and again, this is the life you signed up for. <laughs> they put you with me on the radio. you got to hear that. you got to get beat in the head with this. But I, I'm thinking about Kyler today. You said, like, you're glad he got his money. Me too. But that's why teams, you know, they don't, don't you think if you're a team, you're running the finances, right? You're making decisions about money. You're going to use this as an example. Look, we paid this dude. It's not just that he runs. He's not running in a straight line. He's stopping and starting and putting a, you know, a lot of torque and a lot of explosiveness, right? That's why we don't want to pay a guy like that. Look what happened to Kyler Murray. What's good for the player in that case is bad for the team. And I wonder, I want to get into this you don't want you to pay a guy. You, want to, you don't want to pay a guy like that, but you want to pay a guy that's sitting duck. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, okay. I'm saying this the ration, This will be the logic that is used. And who else has a contract coming up who's a, an extremely uh, uh, elusive and hard-cutting runner, right, who plays quarterback? That would be Lamar Jackson. Key, we'll get into that as the show progresses, but it is time to give away some money. Yates, play that sounder. and Max, 10K giveaway. All right, so um, some folks who won the $2,500, because we were giving away 10K a day for 20 straight shows, four hours a day, $2,500 at a time. 80 winners or so we thought. Some guys, some people didn't claim their 2500 key. 14 of the 80 prizes unclaimed. So there's 35 Gs sitting there. So we had a big meeting. And I argued, of course, that I should get the 35000 But cooler heads prevailed, and we decided to give the money Back to the people. So we figured it's kind of like Willy Wonka and the golden tickets, as I mentioned, right? There's, an extra, there's some extra golden tickets. 14 extra golden tickets. Who you think you missed out because they were all though. claimed. What's that? Who doesn't show up to receive $2,500 that was given to them? Like you, you text in the winning word. Yeah. And you don't show up to get the money? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. We're taking another pass at it, Key. We're, we're taking another pass at it. So who do we have... Michael in upstate New York. Michael in upstate New York. What's going on, Michael? Hello. Hey, you calling in for your 2500 huh? Yeah. So, so, uh, so. He's like, yeah. Who's your favorite team, Michael? I'm calling to talk to you. Yeah, not to. <laughs> I can listen to you for free. <laughs> who's your favorite team, Michael? Uh, Which is your favorite team? Cowboys. And when do you listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max? Every morning. Every morning. That's six, what I'm talking about. Six to seven. So, Michael, how are you feeling about the fact that you're $2,500 richer at this moment? It's awesome. Got any plans for awesome. the dough? 
what are you going what are you going to do with the cash man well it's actually my 30th anniversary new year's eve and we're going to hawaii so i'll probably use it for spending money there you go right. i love Have hearing a few that my ties for me I will. Congratulations, Michael, in upstate New York. I like that for spending money, Key. A lot of people, you know, they're, 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 they've got to pay the gas bill, and that's great, and we love those stories, right? It really, some people just like, yeah, I'm going to spend this. I'm about to go on vacation and spend this money. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Say it, it'll burn a hole in your pocket. That's right. Uh, going into the game, I said Bill Belichick, like it's a must win for them in the Pats. So how are we feeling today? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live. Everywhere you are, download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This has been a dumpster fire for the Arizona Cardinals. I've never seen him in that type of shape, so I assumed it wasn't good. Got an injured Cardinal. It's Kyler who went down very awkwardly that time as he tried to cut. Oh, no. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. You can be a part of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Dr. Pepper is, sorry, Dr. Pepper is presented by Dr. ESPN is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. So Kyler Murray, hurt, looks very likely to be a torn ACL, non-contact injury early in the game. Nevertheless, Cardinals jumped out on the Patriots, but the Patriots came back on him, the defense carrying the day. Mac Jones didn't look so good, but... But the defense carried the day, and Belichick won. And going into the game, key, Mac Jones due for 235, 24 of 35. That's over your 30 drop back rule, especially for a guy like that. Had an interception that's against the, 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 
Keyshawn Johnson, Bill Parcells <laughs> playbook, right? And no touchdowns. New England is now 7-6, and six, snapped a two-game losing skid to strengthen their AFC playoff positioning. Let's hear from Mac Jones, and then we'll get into the, the Belichick of it all, Key. Here's Mac Jones afterward. They asked him, are you frustrated with the offense? No. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is not letting it affect my play and bringing the best out of my guys. So today I thought we all did a good job with trying to play the next play, play the next series, and uh, Matty P did a great job. He's trying to call the game so that we can win. And sometimes it might be this thing that people don't know about, like the quick passes for whatever reason, and that's our game plan. So we knew that's what we had to do to win, and he called a great game and um, stayed calm. Matty P is a very calm person, very stoic. And um, we're just going to continue to grow together and, and do what we can to win games. <laughs> Key, what'd you see from him? What you know? Give me your, your tune, report on Mac Jones. His tune sure changed from what was it a week ago that he was ah you, you, throw the ball down the field. <laughs> now it's our quick game is working, and this is it's uh, it it changed. I'm sure he had a conversation with Belichick to let him know you might not want to do that again. Yeah. Well, let, we can talk about Belichick because first of all it's not like Patricia is this you know considered this uh, offensive guru to the extent that McDaniels is right who might be back in the New England but it's not like but look, too man, long it, it's not like Mac Jones was throwing the ball down the field last year right. let's not kid ourselves but you like to say that first just drive to the stadium then yeah then you get the little short game going right then you take the shot so it, you people I, I do think he it seems to me and you tell me how you feel about this it seems to me that with mcdaniels it looked good year one now let's take the training wheels off a little bit year two not all the way but like a little bit let's get some practice like pushing it a little but instead of mcdaniels it's patricia and so instead of progress you get regression is that is there something to that? No, I, I think I, I think it's unfair to Matt Patricia uh, in the coaching staff offensively. The quarterback isn't that good, man. The quarterback's okay. They packaged him up last year and they sold him to you. The first things people want to tell you is, "Oh, he's a Pro Bowl quarterback." Come on, man. Let's be honest with each other. You can go to the Pro Bowl nowadays as the 39th alternate at your position. So it wasn't like. Mac Jones was all pro or something. Was yeah, yeah. A, a, a all pro or a uh, the third guy on the list behind Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, so to speak. Good for him. I take my hat off to that. But I'm not going to allow people to sell me on he was some fantastic rookie quarterback and he broke all these records and he the dude didn't even push the ball down the field really. Okay, a lot of his passes was. Uh, at the line of scrimmage or slightly above the line of scrimmage last year. Yes, he had a high completion percentage rate, and he did what they asked him to do. And that's what he's doing this year. He's doing basically the same thing that he did last year, okay? Except they're not getting the necessary points that they were getting a year ago on the offensive side of the ball. That That's the reality of it. And I know it's hard for people to understand or hear or want to swallow, but Mac Jones is just a guy, man. It's just the reality of it. So let's not get so caught up in him at the quarterback position and his growth and demean the offensive staff and the play calling to the degree that Matt Josh McDaniels had this explosive offense and now it's gone. No, of course not. He didn't. But what I'm saying, though, Key, is like 
you want to see it get pushed a little bit in that direction. It doesn't but have to be. But you can't push something in that direction, Max, if I don't trust you. So it's not so much about the change at offensive coordinator as it is about the quarterback himself, you believe, Keith, Do you right? think they trust him to push the ball down the field? I don't. And I don't think they have the personnel for it either, to tell you the they, truth. It's the same personnel they had a year ago. Right. And they didn't have it a year ago, right? They did Because they don't trust the quarterback. So... Look, have we still they tried to push it down the field with Dr. Z. Yeah, Dr. Z looked good. By the way, I'm not convinced. I know Mac Jones is taller, but if you've seen their pictures, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Key, if they were in a lineup, would you? And he, one of them just robbed you. They're in a lineup. Do you, do you really be able to pick which one is with? I don't know. I think it was him or, or maybe him. They look just the same. Those two dudes, their faces look very similar, and their games are kind of similar. Just Mac Jones is taller. Okay. How high? Will Key have, we still haven't gotten into Bill Belichick, we will later on. How high will Key have Brock Purdy and the 49ers in his real ranking? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Key's been out for a second. Lots of stuff has happened. These rankings are brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today, 877-ASK-DELL. Key just said it, top of the show, half hour ago, all hell broke loose. While you were on vacation, Key, what does that mean about your real rankings, best teams in the NFL Week 14? Well, it just means that a lot of teams have moved around from a week ago, two weeks ago that was in my real rankings. We start off with seven teams opposed to eight to ten to five. We're going to have a number at seven. Hit it, Yates. 
number seven. The Los Angeles Chargers at number seven. They're seven and six. They took care of business against the Miami Dolphins in Tua and that explosive offense. They made sure to bottle those guys up. They win that football game going away. Justin Herbert just keeps plucking away. The moment that we think the Chargers are done because of injuries, they're not done. They're sitting at seven and six. Number six. The Cincinnati Bengals, nine and four. They get them another win this time. Finally, Joe Burrow takes care of business against the lonely Cleveland Browns. The Browns are shelling themselves, but the Cincinnati Bengals continue to keep rolling along. They got to be the most dangerous team in the AFC so far. Number five. The Buffalo Bills are in a dogfight in a bad weather storm against Mike White and company. They're 10 and three. They took care of the New York Jets. If the Jets see them again, though, this one can go down as one of the all-time great playoff games in history with the Bills and the Jets if somehow the Jets get to see them again in the playoffs. One and one split this year. One win for the Bills at home. One win for the Jets at homes. The Bills sit at number five. Number four. Number four, the Dallas Cowboys. I know it looked ugly. They're sitting at 10-3. and three, And they're right now behind the Philadelphia Eagles. Their wild card team at the fifth spot. And it looks very ugly, the fact that they struggled against the Houston Texans. But sometimes you play down to the competition, opposed to playing over and above that head of the bad competition. They still got out of there with a W. They sit at 10-3 and three at number four. Number three. A better team with my eyes, though, than the Dallas Cowboys or the San Francisco 49ers because that defense – is flat out nasty. They sit at three. They're nine and four. They beat up on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They bottled them up. They harassed them all day long. It's crazy. And Brock Purdy, as I like to call him, pretty, sure is proving me right. I love to say that. Number two. Number two. James should be happy of me. Kansas City crawling right back up to the top, sitting at 10 and three. Took care of business against the Denver Broncos, which is not really saying a whole lot, but. They did what they were supposed to do. They got out of there with a win. And right now, they sit at number two. I don't see where the Chiefs, if the Chiefs get home field advantage throughout somehow in the AFC, they figure out how to get in front, they're going to be a tough out. Number one. And number one is easy. I mean, it's just it's the Philadelphia Eagles. They smashed your, they're 12-1, and one and they smashed your New York Giants. They did a team like that in a rivalry and a division. They just basically just poked both eyes out on the Giants, and that's why Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate, MVP favorite. If I had to vote, I'd write his name down right now. All right, Key, I like the list. One through seven, it's Eagles one, Chiefs two, Niners three, Cowboys four, Bills five, Bengals six, Chargers seven. I would make one change. Which one? I don't know about seven. Like I would go six deep, and I would say I would flip-flop the Cowboys and the Bengals because the Bengals recently, like they – not, they, they not only took care of business, they'd never done it before they beat the Browns, right? And that's like, that's, they, they had to get over that, right? The matchup, the whole thing. They beat the Chiefs the week before that. They took care of the Titans the week before that and, and beat the Steelers in a, like, like just, that's a division rivalry. The, I, I think right now the Bengals are better than the Cowboys right now, but that's the only thing I would change. I'd flip them and I'd keep Buffalo at five, but I, I think it's a good list. Eagles clearly number one, Chiefs number two, and I agree with you about San Fran number three right now. Eyeball test tells you what you need to know. Okay, well, it's seven, not six, Max. All right, seven, and then you can put the Chargers seven, sure, right? Like, you know, Herbert, they're, they're raising your hopes still. They're not going to charge her yet. They need a few more weeks to, to miss the playoffs, right? They're they trying to charge her. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope they make it, but uh, 
Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN. That's a much better list this week, uh, Keyshawn. Front office insider, <laughs> James, Chiefs fan. What's going on, Mike? Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, man, how you doing? So, Mike, we've been talking about this morning, obviously the big news out of yesterday's game is not that Bill Belichick preserves his legacy. <laughs> Mike wants it so that there's nothing he can do bad, but now in retrospect, see, he won. It was actually a good thing. All right, Mike, the real big news was that Kyler Murray, on a non-contact injury, just, the game just started. They say it's almost certainly a, a torn ACL. What is? Okay, let's start with Cliff Kingsbury. How does this affect his future? Yeah, unfortunately, guys, it kind of looked like the end of an era last night. As you said, it was a devastating injury, third snap of the game. And Kyle, uh, Cliff Kingsbury just looked like it was over last night, just his body language. And that typically is what happens. You have a primetime loss, your season's over, and they're going to have to really think long and hard is who's the best person on the planet to coach Kyle Murray going forward. They gave him a massive extension in the offseason. He's not going anywhere for another year or two, but – um, that was a certainly different... not running anywhere for the next year or so. Yeah. yeah, he may. You know, it's an interesting point, Max. You know, based on my experience, I'm not so sure Kyle Murray will be ready for opening day next year. He could easily go on pup, meaning he's not eligible for the first six weeks. So, lot to unpack there for Arizona. But um, I'll tell you what: don't sleep on New England. They have a great defense, and they have some young skill players that uh, certainly flash in the second half. So, based on your experience, right, Mike, which you've had a lot of it. So let's just assume I, I don't want to. We don't really know the injury, but let's based on the reports, it looks like it potentially be an ACL. So now we're in the month of December, right? So the swelling goes down. You know, let's say they get a, he doesn't have operation until early January. Now you got what's that? Seven months for training camp. There's no way. He's gonna be able to play at the start of the season. Mm. You know, it's just there's no put way. On, like Mike said, you put him on the pup and you get him until, until you know you get him on week seven, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but then, but yeah. then that what is that saying, right? Like Mike said, who's gonna coach him? Like when when you're talking about that extended period of time away from football acclimated things. Yep. Now you got a new system, a new this, and his most valuable asset, although he does drop dimes. But his legs is his most valuable asset on his body. People think it's his arm. No, it's his legs. And if he's not ready, I wouldn't be shocked if he missed the entire season, Mike, to be honest with you. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. And I personally, if I'm a new head coach coming in and, and a new general manager coming in, because I'm assuming those guys are tied at the hip, I'm probably going to tell the owner he's sitting the 2023 season. Right. So, and whether because or not I need he him plays- ready. I don't need any setbacks. Right, whether or not he plays next year at all, Mike, it's probably not going to be till 2024 until he's back to being some version of Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, guys, if we were running the team, I'll tell you right now, the three of us, I would say, hey, on opening day of 2023, Kyler Murray isn't our starting quarterback. Um, like you said, we got to err on the side of caution. Anything we get above that is a bonus. So, you know, we got to look at improving over Colt McCoy. I think Colt McCoy is a B-plus backup. He's serviceable. But I would really think about getting another guy that could come in and win, you know, a lot of games for you next year. Yes. Um, and I would, you know, Cal Murray's too important to rush him back. And I agree with your timetable key. Um, it's probably later rather than sooner. So Yeah, I would certainly go find me a guy. And I, I know people, oh, you just paid him all that money. I, I'm punting on 2023 for him. 
Yeah, you got to get a starter. You get, a backup's good for three or four weeks. You got to yeah, get a Kobe starter. McCoy's, a Kobe McCoy's good yeah. to hang the, to hold a clipboard and tutor a young, you know, rookie quarterback. But I'm not going into next season with Kobe McCoy as my starting quarterback. I'm not a chance. So, meantime, what occurs to me is here's a non-contact injury by a guy who not only runs or you can design runs for, but a guy who cuts, who starts and stops on a dime, who does all these super explosive athletic things that can put pressure on your ACL on whatever else. Is there another guy out there like that who does not have a contract who teams may look at and go, oh, they just paid Kyler Murray and look what happened. How will this affect, will it affect? Daniel Jones? (laughs) No, not Daniel Jones. Dan, Super Daniel Jones. How will this affect Lamar Jackson? You know, it really shouldn't, and here's why, guys. Uh, I put out a tweet the other day going into the weekend with Tyler Huntley and Brock Purdy starting. 56 different quarterbacks have actually started a game. So there's risk of injury at all different styles of quarterbacks. And if you're at the Baltimore Ravens, I'd rather have Lamar Jackson for 14, 15 games a year and not have him for 17. He's you know that big of a difference maker. But, Mike, I'm talking about a catastrophic injury that takes a deal that you go, here's $185 million or whatever was guaranteed, right? Uh, wait a minute. We're tied into that. Not like a Russell Wilson deal like, oh, my God, what did we do? But a deal with a guy with, yes, I want to give him the money, but I need him to be him. Right. Well, look, the, I, I've done these big, big deals. You always have that worry. And, look, Matt Stafford is – as traditional of a pocket quarterback as we can be. Right. And he's dealing with a really significant injury when you start talking about necks and backs on an aging quarterback. So, yeah, of course there's risk of injury with Lamar. The ball's going to be in his hands a lot. He's going to get hit a lot. But he's played at a high level in this style, you know, in high school, college. He's been a league MVP. Uh, obviously, I think they're trying to minimize their risk. I'm sure that's one of the reasons this deal isn't done. But, you know, if I'm Baltimore, I still want to get the deal done because he's just too important to our organization. Yeah, you can't. You cannot let the Kyler Murray situation affect what you do in Baltimore, as a coaching staff, as a front office, as an owner. If you do that, then you're setting yourself up for failure and a disaster. Um, because what goes on in Arizona has nothing to do with what goes on in Baltimore. What goes on in Cleveland has nothing to do with what goes on in Baltimore. What's our value? What do we feel as an organization that he's value his value is to us and if we feel his value to us is such that we're willing to take the chance to pay him on a long-term contract I can't have my general manager president of my team and Mike Tannenbaum waffling back and forward based on somebody getting injured because if that's the case we can look at all sorts of injuries do you look at Tom Brady uh, whatever it was 15 years ago in the pocket get his ACL torn oh we're not going to pay any quarterbacks that sit in the pocket because Tom Brady got hurt now, we, 100% you know, key, 100%, and Mike, your point is well taken. Like, there's, this is not for the faint of heart. This is, content, this is con, tackle football. I get, right, the data, 56 different quarterbacks have started. Yeah, so, so, Key, I have a question for you, though, along those lines. The Ravens, you and I have talked about it on this show. The Ravens have a way of doing things, right? So, like, yes. I'm like, but at least go get him an A.J. Brown, right? A physical receiver, but a guy who's a real – and they're like, oh, we do things a certain way. That's not the way they've done it so far. Do you think that extends to quarterback in the sense that they think as long as they have a guy with certain qualities, like, for exact example, Huntley, right, that they don't need Lamar Jackson? No, not a, not a chance in hell. Why would they ever think that? 
Huntley ain't low. Look, I'm man, asking. don't get it food. Now, I understand. But don't get food thinking Huntley is a quarter of Lamar Jackson. It's not even close. It yeah. look, he looks the same. He's a black running quarterback. He kind of wears the same shoulder pads with the sleeves rolled good up. to me, Huntley, actually. He, he, he <laughs> yeah. looks, you know, in your mind, you're looking at you like, well, what's the difference? Oh, there's a big difference. Yeah, There's a huge difference. Yeah, to Keith's point, you look at Tyler Huntley or even Colt McCoy last night, there's a reason someone's a starter and there's a reason someone's a backup. Absolutely. Huntley's a good backup, though. I, I, I wish his yeah, win good, loss a good backup for looks good A good me. backup for where they're at, what they want to try to do right now. But that isn't going to take them where they want to go. Backups so, are only good, man, for four games. When you start getting outside, Mike will tell you, when you start getting outside of four games, you start to say to yourself, That's why he's a backup, yeah. That's why he's a backup. Hey, so, Mike, you've been very high on the Cowboys, and I, the operative word is high there, okay? <laughs> the Cowboys, some people get high on the Cowboys every year. Now their offensive line injuries, though, that's a serious thing, and, and it's not like this offensive line was the same as five or six years ago when it was dominant. And they don't. They can't afford to go backwards there. What kind of effect do you think that has on the offense? I think they're fortunate they're going to get Tyron Smith back. So you have Tyler Smith, their first-round pick. He's been at left tackle. They could slide him into guard. They got Jason Peters, a Hall of Famer, possibly put him at left tackle and then put Tyron Smith over at right tackle, replacing Terrence Steele, who had been playing well. So it's not ideal. But look, this time of the year, guys, like the week before, they lost their starting corner, Anthony Brown, good corner. Um Every week we're seeing it, and so I think the Cowboys can survive this. It's not ideal, but given the fact that Tyron Smith's coming back is actually uh, a way they could sort of like band-aid things. It, it, it's so funny. I took a little bit of a break, uh, Mike, for a couple of days. I needed to get away from Max and Jay and breathe <laughs> some. And, and the Cowboys struggled against the Houston Texans. The Texans have been playing and fighting all year long under Lovey Smith, just scrapping, you know, whatever it is. And it's the Cowboys. Now, all of a sudden, the NFL, people in the NFL feel like the, 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 the Cowboys ceiling is crashing down on them. I mean, like, teams struggle against certain opponents in certain situations. You play down a competition. You walk in the building. You just, it's one of those days. It's, it's an overcast. And, you know, just the week of practice never felt great. And then you go out there and you fight and you crawl and you scrap. You get a W, you come back the next day, and everybody act like the, the, the ceiling is falling out of the sky. Yeah. I, I, it's so funny to me. They won the damn game. I totally agree. And I actually took it a step further. I think how they won it was so important because when you have a goal line stand like that, it galvanizes a team. Absolutely. Yeah, Dak Prescott didn't have his A game. You know, he put a couple drivers into the rough down the fairway, but they survived it. Like, when you could survive your quarterback not playing his A game and they have the ball at the four-yard line with a little over five minutes to go and they don't get a point, that, to me, shows the the completeness of this team. And, look, Philly right now is obviously the better team, the better record, but in one game, I could see Micah Parsons taking the game over. Mm-hmm. And since Dak Prescott's been back, they lead the league in points scored. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the interesting thing is he did have a bad game. He didn't play great at all, but they won the game. They got out of there with a W. It was a goal line stance, and this team is still poised to do something special. They, they didn't take care of business against Houston the way that the Philly did against the against uh, the Giants. So the eyeballs to people 
it just make people feel a certain way. Then they go out and sign T.Y. Hilton. So now all of a sudden it's like, oh, see, this is why they need help. This is why they need help. It's like just slow down, man. I can't wait for them to not win two playoff games this year for the 20-whatever, eighth year, whatever it is, without two <laughs> playoff wins in the same season. I'm going to laugh and laugh. At- I do agree, though, Mike. Parsons, Micah Parsons makes it feel different. The Cowboys probably every week have the best player on the team or on either side of the field because of that dude. That dude is out of his mind. Look, if we were having a draft and the only rule was you couldn't draft a quarterback, he's probably the first player. First pick, by, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, um, I, Mike, I, I didn't I wasn't here obviously yesterday or, or you know a couple of days last week. San Francisco, I mean uh, the Chargers. The Chargers took care of business against the Dolphins. What, what are teams? Are they running up just against better teams and better defenses than they were earlier in the year? Yeah, it's interesting, Key. I think it's a little bit of that, and they've had a couple of big injuries on the offensive line. Austin Jackson is out for the; uh, he's on IR now. And then Taron Armstead, he missed a couple of games. He came back. He's clearly not a hundred percent. And they, they have two cold weather games. They're going up to Buffalo Saturday night. They're forecasting snow, and then they still have to go up to New England. New England has a top three defense. Look, we could sit here and talk about Matt Patricia and Mac Jones and all that, but their defense is undeniable. They dominated last night. So we're going to find out a lot about what happens with Miami where the offensive line's not playing great. And this is an opportunity for Tua to say, you know what, I can still be a great quarterback when things aren't perfect, which is what Justin Herbert showed the other night. But the offensive line of the Dolphins is definitely a concern. People have been on Key's neck. He, they've been at his throat about being anti-Tua, anti-Miami. But in fact, Key, what you've been saying is, and you reserve judgment for good reason, because you're, you're suspicious, right? Because you've seen this before. <laughs> a high-flying offense that's not portable if the run game isn't good enough, if the quarterback is not built for the, for the stuff, right? And so all you said is, let's see what happens on this road trip. You were skeptical. Let's see. But so far, no good. So far, no good. But you know what's fascinating, though, is I said that those things, call it six weeks ago. Yeah. But now as we get closer, you hear Mike Tannenbaum saying it. You hear Rex Ryan. You know, you hear people starting to say, well, you know, the weather's coming and it. I was saying it six weeks ago. When First the weather all, Key, comes, you guys are all the same. You you've Tannenbaum let Rex, this stuff be portable. You Tannenbaum Rex Belichick. It's all the Bill Parcells tree. It's all the same <laughs> no, stuff. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it's it not. is the we just, same. Let me tell thing, you something. Basically, Max. I mean Rex we, is his own tree, but we you know, have just other, been yeah. in the foxhole. I get so it. we know. But there's some foxhole dudes things. that are different, Key. There's some that, you know, this ain't West Coast offense, high-flying, blah, blah, blah. This but is I wouldn't. But you know the thing mouth. about it, though? Yeah. I wouldn't say that about a West Coast offense. I, uh-huh. I just wouldn't say that about them. Because West Coast offense is being run in Minnesota. It's being run in, in Cleveland. You just need to see certain things. It, it's I'm talking about a team in, from South Florida – traveling way to the West Coast in San Francisco, then staying out and playing the Chargers. Now they got to go home. Then they got to – I'm assuming they went home and they didn't go to Buffalo already. No, they but, – oh, oh, yeah, yeah, now they did, yeah, because they, they stayed on the West Coast, yeah, yeah. Yeah, are they staying on the West Coast again? No, 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 they stayed on the West Coast between Okay, the so now they got to travel to Miami. And now guess what's in Miami? It's warm. It feels so good. <laughs> now they got to fly all the way to Buffalo in freezing temperatures on a Saturday night. When, it, when it's 5 o'clock – then it's six, and then it's seven, and it gets colder as it goes, as you know. That's all I'm saying. That's the only thing I keep saying. 
I, I resonate with everything he just said. I'll be in warm Florida this evening. I'll be listening to the show tomorrow morning. It'll be about 70 degrees, key. So Ooh. I was just in Florida. I could tell you right away the cold feels a little different. Right? <laughs> Boy, you get soft fast in those nice uh, conditions. I'm as soft as they come. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. Mike Tannenbaum, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL front office insider in the GM Thanks a lot, Mikey. Our hearts. All right, guys. I want you guys to weigh in on Kyler, Mac Jones, and the Cowboys. Plus, is Patriots' offensive uh, play call model working? Was Mac Jones a one-year wonder as a rookie? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. You are.